0: I'm going in search of witches. Witches? Witches. I guess you found me out, huh? Yeah. You should come around here on Halloween. You'd really see something then. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we all jump off the roof and fly. You know, sort of like uh, a coven. You We've know, placed Fester under some strange sexual spell. At what time will we be spellcasting? Hey witches, what's up and welcome to Moonstone Witchery, the podcast where we talk about spirituality in the modern day world. I am Rian Lockard and I am the head witch here at Moonstone Witchery. I am super glad to be back and recording a podcast. I have missed you all so much. Um, I want to start by being like very sappy and in my feelings and very grateful because I have gotten um, so many nice messages from people reaching out to me, telling me that they like the podcast, that they like my work and that they are missing my podcast and missing my work. And it has meant so much to me um, to receive those messages and to to hear your points of view and to know that you're out there. And it just really does mean the world to me. I know with things like this, people kind of feel like, they get lost in the shuffle or maybe sending a kind word doesn't doesn't really find its way or land with the person for whom it's intended but I have to say that's not the case here I am so touched by the messages that I've received and I have missed you guys Um, I was speaking with somebody recently who actually had sent me one of these messages and I had said you know it's just been a very difficult time in the world I know you all know what I'm talking about. It's just been a very weird, overwhelming, um, almost painful, energetic period of time. You know, not only with quarantine and with COVID and all of that, but also with all of the protests happening and... All of the the stuff going on with people, you know, not wearing masks, and all of the politics, and all of the things that are like low key overwhelming for all of us on a regular basis. Just one thing at a time. It's all kind of like piling up and piling up. And then we all have our own personal situations that we are dealing with, and that we are living through. And so it just gets compounded. Um, many of you know that I. Have a private practice. I've been a certified life coach for a very long time now. I actually just I just reached my 15 year anniversary from when I graduated life coaching school and started my private practice. And I am pretty much too young to be doing anything for 15 years, but somehow that is what is happening. And so within my private practice, um, I've been talking to my colleagues a lot about how. On the whole, we are all being like kind of like we're all living through trauma on a regular basis right now. And it's sustained and suspended and it's long term and it's incredibly difficult to wake up every day continuing to live in a traumatic set of circumstances and to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And then on top of that, regular life. Things happen, like maybe we have medical emergencies or our family dynamics are not maybe going so well or our relationships might be falling apart. And a lot of that, too, is a result of the trauma that we are living through on a regular basis. And yet, in order for us to function, like the human brain does this amazing thing where in order to function, it just kind of finds a way to normalize trauma or to like to find that like equilibrium where it's like, all right, guess this is what we're doing now and to just push you one foot in front of the other through it in whatever way you can get through it. And that doesn't mean that, you know, we're all out here living our best lives, feeling traumatized on a regular basis. Like, no, the quality of life dramatically diminishes when you're living in sustained trauma. And yet we still get up and get going. Or if we don't, like, that's another sign and symptom that so much is going on. Sidebar for a second. I am sitting outside as I record this podcast, as I was in my last podcast. I guess that's like a season three theme. And so you might hear weird things. Um, There's birds, there's traffic, there's a randomly a train that I never know like when or where the train's gonna go by because I don't actually fully know where this train exists. Um, So please kindly just do me a favor and ignore whatever you're hearing in the background. I appreciate that very much. My point is that when I was talking to this person who had messaged me, he was like, you know, I've noticed you haven't been around and I miss your podcast very much because I was really connecting with it and I just hope that you're okay. And I had a moment where I was like very honest and open. I said, you know, I actually haven't really been okay. I've been incredibly overwhelmed by everything that's going on, um, politically, emotionally, um, you know, spiritually, the, the pandemic, um, a lot of tough choices that have to be made in life. And, Um, within my family, there's some divisiveness, um, politically and there's just been a lot, you know, it's just been a lot. And he said to me, you know, what if you were to do a podcast about that topic? Like how to, how to get through all of this stuff in a spiritual and present way And I was like, wow, that is beautiful because I'll be real with you. I've been sitting at home and I think every single day that goes by, I'm like, I want to make up, I want to record a podcast. (laughs) And then I say, but I'm not really in like a healthy space. And I was doing this thing to myself that I always ask others not to do to themselves. But here I was doing it without realizing it. And I was trying to make myself be a perfect kind of energy or show up in a certain type of way that I wasn't actually ready to show up as and it hadn't occurred to me like well what if i just show up where i'm at and and talk about it from there and you know when i when i go out in the world and i do public speaking and i lead workshops or seminars or just do kind of speeches for groups i i always talk about how you don't have to show up as perfect how vulnerability unites us and links us and it's that common ground that we all share and yet here i was completely forgetting about that um and not giving you guys enough credit that you will extend me that grace to understand where I'm at. So I'm very grateful that he said that to me. And I'm, and I'm very grateful for you for listening and for meeting me where I'm at. So what I wanted to do was talk about spirituality, um, witch work, and self-care. And the connection between the two. Because I have found that that's a really important thing thing for us to kind of dialogue around. And I think that that's where I need to start off so that I have any hope of getting back on my feet and, you know, proceeding as normal because I'm sitting here looking at this huge list of episodes I want to record for everybody and I need to just kind of get this one over with so I can move on to that one. So let's just dive in. For me, self-care is one of those things that has like no meaning. I don't even know what it is you know, when someone's like, well, what are you doing for self-care? I am literally, my default is to just stare blankly at them and to be like, I don't really understand the words that you're saying right now. I don't really know what self-care means. Um, It took me a long time to break through this barrier and to have this understanding that self-care actually really doesn't have to do with bubble baths or like anything like that. It doesn't have to do with like paying someone for a pedicure or it doesn't have to do with like, you know, eating a dessert. It, it, it doesn't have to be things like that. Self-care is actually something that makes you feel the most like yourself as possible in that moment. And I'm just going to kind of say that again, because when I had this realization, I was like, Whoa, So self-care is something or anything that makes you feel the most like your truest self in that moment. And that doesn't mean that like you're going to do something and then be like, oh, all my problems are solved. Why didn't I think of this sooner? It's much more like what's something that will incrementally or even like kind of a little bit make me feel like myself again? And how can I do that right now? And so I guess that's why for some people like pedicures work because it's like, I feel prettier or I feel more connected to myself or I feel more self-confident when my toes look really pretty or there's like a a glittery, like glittery little feeties or whatever it might be, you know? And so in that concept, I do understand it. I'm like, oh yeah, well, if pedicures make you feel more like pretty or confident or connected to yourself, then go get yourself a pedicure. Like for me, I'm I'm just kind of like, well, whatever. But for others, that's their self-care because... It makes them feel more like themselves. See, that's the piece that gets lost in translation. It's not like, oh, I just want to pamper myself, self-care. It's like I need to do the things that make me feel more connected to myself in an authentic way. I need to do the things that make me feel more like my truest self um, or more confident, more empowered, more alive, more connected, more spiritual, more in touch with who I really am. Okay, that's the thing about self-care. And when I figured that out, I was like, oh, man, that's like exactly what I need. I need some self-care. Now, every other spiritual person or life coach or whatever is like, duh. And even I'm kind of like, duh, because I teach this to people. But I was missing something within myself where it was like, but how does that apply and translate to me? I mean, I'm super busy all the time. I'm always working or caretaking for people or animals or taking care of my home or whatever it is, taking care of my family, doing a bunch of things constantly. I'm always busy. So I don't stop and say to myself, like, what would self-care be for me right now? And so self-care for me There's a few things, but mostly self-care for me is my spiritual practice. And if you're listening to this, I have a feeling that part of your self-care, part of the ways in which you feel connected to who you truly are, is through your spiritual practice. And so isn't that effing exciting? Like, oh my God, that means like, what if that's true, if self-care is part of our spiritual practice, then that means that when we're feeling like messed up or not okay or triggered out or just kind of like in this funk that's been lasting for months, we get to go, okay, I need to do self-care. And then we get to go, oh my gosh, I get to do like some spiritual witchy shit, you know, like that's exciting, right? And I want to say this too. I know when I'm like in a funk or in some type of weird vibe, I get triggered into perfectionism so whenever we're stressed out whenever we're triggered out whenever like life is really hard our old conditioning kind of rears up so whatever self-work we've done to remove ourselves from our past conditioning It kind of like gets blown out of the water and the way that we used to react and respond to things kind of just takes back over. And so I have struggled with perfectionism my whole life. I've kind of like kicked its butt when I'm in a good place, but when I'm not in a good place, I get perfectionist again. And so when I say, oh my God, okay, self-care, I'm going to do some witchy shit, um, then it's like, but... I mean, your energy's kind of off, and the phase of the moon isn't exactly right, and do you actually even have all the herbs or supplies that you really need to do this thing you want to do? And then I go, oh, sad face, I guess I shouldn't do it. And then I get sadder, right? And what I want and need to say is, like, progress, not perfection. Like, let's just do the thing, okay? There is no right way to do something. I would rather you do something spiritual and have it just be, like, most of the way what you want than not do it at all. And then you stay in this, like, funky place. That's what I was doing. And it wasn't helpful to anybody. So last night, I was outside. I was, like, taking the dog out. My dog is very, like, anxious, and she's got a lot of feelings and cries a lot. She's a cancer, so she's needy. So I was standing out in the yard with her so she would feel comfortable going potty, and I was talking to the moon, and then I realized that I have this, like, old bird bath. And it doesn't work. It used to have like a fountain feature. And it doesn't work anymore. But there's this little hole on the top that's the perfect size for a chime candle. And I was talking to the moon. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I wish there was some way that I could just like be grateful to the moon and let her know I love her. And I mean, she knows. But And then I was looking at this this bird bath that I was standing there and I was like that hole would fit a chime candle and I just like on the spot was like I'm doing it I set up this whole like thing I put like water that I blessed into the bird bath. I lined this like the corners of it with like the elemental items that I could kind of find and bt dubs this was not like any way perfect because I was like I don't know what to use for fire so I literally put a lighter there (laughs) like this is what I'm saying progress not perfection right good enough and so and then I lit my candle and stuck it in a little hole and I had I had anointed the candle and like written on it like all this like these love letters to the moon and I let it burn under that moon so she could see it and just feel the gratitude that I have for her and I did this beautiful thing and I felt so much more connected to myself and You know, a couple weeks ago, I just pulled some cards for the sake of pulling cards. A couple weeks before that, I bought myself some crystals that I was feeling called to that I didn't buy for work or anything like that. And these are all versions of self-care that really help us anchor into who we are. And if we can use our magic and use our spirituality to feel more like ourselves, then that is how we get through it. I know back in the beginning of the pandemic, all I was doing was like tons of spells for healing and for sending love and light to the world and for healing the sick and for, you know, surrounding the people who had fear or illness in just love, this blanket of healing love. When the protests came about, I did the same thing. Um, I tend to shine love on a situation rather than condemn but you can go either direction Um, anger is righteous and anger does get us um, progress as well but for me I was like surrounding the protesters and protection I was invoking deities that would support them I was sending love to certain situations and I continue to do that and whenever there's something going on outside of our control or seemingly outside of our control I want to say like what if the way that we want to show up is the way that we're meant to show up and we're needed what if the thing that makes us feel better about ourselves and more connected to ourselves is actually the most powerful offering we can give to that situation like I heard about these, like, TikTok witches hexing the moon, and I've been thinking constantly about how sad the moon must feel right now. Like, I don't know, I don't know the validity of the TikTok witch situation. It's all up in, in our comments and in our conversation threads on Instagram and whatever. That's fine. I don't know. I don't know that I even care to know, but I was, like, super sad and, like, kind of fucked up about the fact that anyone was trying to be mean to the moon <laughs> I love the moon I work with the moon I've been obsessed with the moon since I was a child and so I just couldn't stand the thought that she was up there feeling sad or like let down or hurt by any of us and I just wanted to send some love to the situation and in my helpless list I didn't know what else I could do so I lit her this candle and put these things out for her and we have to feel that our part it matters and it's good enough because it makes us feel better and it shifts us back to our sense of wholeness, our sense of peace, our sense of clarity, our sense of connection to ourselves. And if there's one thing my guides have been telling me for my literal entire life, it is that we are born into these bodies that we have because there are secret treasures buried within us that it's our job to discover and to bring those treasures up and out and to live a life based out of those treasures, like those secret gifts we carry around within ourselves. And the only way we can find them is by following our joy. Like that is the actual purpose of being here is to follow our joy and our passion to become ourselves the most we possibly can and to live from that place. And so if doing a ritual, whether it's perfect or not, makes me feel more like myself, then I am living my purpose. And I have to believe that when I'm living my purpose, I'm creating the, I'm connecting to and enhancing the overall good of all that is. And so if that's true for me, then it must be true for you as well. So I want to say to you, like, if you have been just like not feeling yourself for a while. What could you do to really connect to that sense of who you are? Because when you are feeling more like you, you're coming to everything from a better place energetically. And you're raising the vibrations of everything you do and everyone you interact with and every situation, whether you're aware of it or not. See, that's the beautiful thing about living your purpose or about spreading positive energy or about like being a light for others. You don't even have to know you're doing it. But the chances of you living your purpose and spreading your light and making the world better increase exponentially when you are in alignment with your integrity, when you're in alignment with your truth, when you're in alignment with who you truly are and what you're supposed to be doing here. And you find those answers just by... Connecting to anything and everything that makes you feel more like yourself. And that is absolutely beautiful. And that is what our jobs are here. And so isn't it freeing and liberating to know that our entire purpose is simply to just be who we are supposed to be. And so as I've been sitting here feeling like not okay and like imperfect and triggered out. Um, all I really had to do was like say to myself, what's going to make me feel like me? And so I want you guys to think back to the times in your life when you felt spiritually connected or where you felt connected to yourself and your guides. You know, a side note really quick is that a question I get a lot is like my guides or my angels seem mad at me. I feel abandoned by them. They don't feel as present as they used to be. What have I done and how can I fix it? And I went through a period of time with this. And as somebody who is a psychic intuitive, I've been like talking to angels, my guides, like I've been seeing like the dead for my whole life. It was very weird to have like a year when I was very young, um, probably 20, 21. Oh, I think I was 21 going into 22 because I went through this year where I was disconnected. I didn't hear my guides and I didn't see anything. And I was just like in this void and it was horrible and I didn't know what I had done wrong but this was also the year after one of my very best friends passed away and he died very suddenly and it was a horrible way that he died Um, he overdosed and he was on the street um, dying on the sidewalk and people just walked by him and nobody helped him and I couldn't shake that image and I still can't to be honest with you Um, and I went into a depression but I didn't know I was in such a depression until much later in my life. But I did know that I wasn't connected to spirit. And there's this saddened thing that happens when we're grieving or when we're depressed where our connection to spirit falls a little bit short or changes a little bit. And that's a real thing. And it's never because our angels or our guides or spirit leaves us It always feels like that's what's happening, but it's never actually because of that. The reason that that happens is because we disconnect, we pull back, even if we don't think we are doing it, even if we don't want to be doing it, we have to process our feelings and our grief and our sadness. And luckily for us, something that helps us do that, and if you're listening to this, I have to believe that this is true for you too, is our spiritual practice so sometimes maybe it might even feel like just going through the motions to set out like moon water or put your crystals out with the full moon. Or sometimes it might feel like just going through the motions to pull some cards or to get back into a practice that you used to be in to journal every night, to talk to your guides, to meditate. But I promise you that the more you connect, the more connected you become. The more you connect, the more connected you become. So if you can just ask yourself, like, what is a time and space in my life when... I felt like myself, what is a spiritual practice I used to have or that I was kind of getting into or that I've always been drawn to or something I've always been interested in and how can I just do it? It doesn't have to be perfect, but how can I just do it? Just take the band-aid off, force myself to do it, find myself a way to connect for self care so that I can break out of this pattern that I'm in of feeling just not okay Because if you're feeling not okay, it's a sign for you to do something for yourself. Um, And self-care is really anything that makes you feel more like yourself or more empowered. I'm really into empowerment. Um, I love the idea of feeling like we are each just standing in our knowing, standing in our knowledge of our own greatness. And we all have that innate greatness. It's different for each of us, but we can each stand in our own greatness. And when you stand in your greatness, it doesn't diminish anyone else's greatness. That's the really amazing part about it. In fact, when you stand in your greatness, you're giving someone else permission to stand in theirs. It's actually multiplying the greatness and everybody knowing that they have worth and value and inherent goodness. And that is an amazing thing. So I wanna encourage you guys to please go out, do something spiritual, Do a ritual or a spell or meditate or take a cleansing bath or light a candle and just talk to it or hold a crystal and bring it with you somewhere. Do something spiritual for yourself that makes you feel like you or makes you feel like the version of you that feels like you, if that makes sense, because there's so many different versions of us and they all feel like us, but when I'm in like a depressed funk, that feels like me, but it feels like a version of me that I'm like really not that into much anymore. Like I tried to break up with you, but here you are back in my DMs, like no thanks, like right? So you might feel like you in all iterations, but what I want you to do is to find something that you can do to make yourself feel like yourself in that way that's that version of yourself that is empowered and great and feels connected and spiritual and own your inner witch and do something witchy for yourself because... That is how we're going to climb out of this. And every single thing we do for the higher good is having like a ripple effect and it is making a difference on the energy of everything else that's going on right now. So please, please know that and realize that when you drag yourself out of a hole that you're in, you are making that hole shallow, more shallow for everybody else around you. And that is a beautiful gift as well. So I wanna say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for welcoming me back. I have this list of podcasts I'm going to record. I'm so excited. And thank you for messaging me if you have. And if you've been wanting to message me, I would love to hear from you. Um, my name is Rian Lockard. You can find me over on Instagram at moonstone__witchery. Um, you know, you can find me on Facebook. I'm not as active there. And I am also trying to get videos up on my YouTube. So I'm moonstone__witchery over on YouTube too. So I would love to hear from you and I'm excited to be back. I hope that you are all well and in good health and I'm sending blessings to anyone who is listening to this. Blessed be.